1: Welcome to the family with
2: L.A.
0: Nick, Alex Bradford Rasmussen,
1: and Andy Brad Bernard. Catherine is not going to be here today because she took her dad to for a a medical appointment, so that's good, but she won't be here, but you know, we will be right back, kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest?
3: Uh, We're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries.
1: Go to Coon Rapids Nissan or WalserNissan.com for details. Amateurs, why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company? A better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Little news, little information. You know what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I just I just asked this question. I asked it on the morning show. And I just thought I was talking to LA Nick about it. I do not think maybe we have way back in the day, but two president uh, terms in a row where the former president Donald Trump is now being investigated for crimes, and the son of the current president is being investigated for crimes. I don't know that that's ever happened in U.S. history before. That they're assuming that the people who run this country are criminals now.
2: Not in our lifetime. I don't think so.
1: Not that I know
2: of anyway. But it's so divisive anymore. It you, is. You don't even know what to believe at all
1: anymore. Well, they never tell the truth on... Never. Oh, somebody asked me that... Uh, God, somebody passed a law and they told said it was Obama, but I think it was before Obama. I'm not sure. Basically, you can say whatever the hell you want. You can lie your ass off if you're a politician or you're in the media and nobody cares.
2: Well, the person that has the most outrageous lie out first wins, like Crump. You know know, know who Crump is? (laughs) Crump is an attorney who grabs all these racial cases right off the bat. And he makes up a big lie like that. Yeah, that's that, what he that does. Hands right. up, don't you? That person never said that term. He made it up, and yeah, he no, puts people it,
5: still believe that. He happened, puts it but out it real didn't. fast
2: and gets the biggest lie out there. Mm-hmm. So he runs the narrative. Once you, the first person with the biggest lie out there runs the narrative, how is that legal? It's just the way it is today. But it is legal. It's legal. I know. It's
1: the way it is today. You lie. You're, you can ruin people's lives, and nobody cares. Nope. Even though it's a flat-out lie. Whoever
2: lies first with the biggest lie wins. <laughs> God. Are we that stupid now? Yes. Are we going to be that stupid? The general public, actually, I hate to say it. it Minneapolis is a perfect example. Yeah, it Minneapolis is. Minneapolis still defends Minneapolis. I know. They're still defending the... ah. The, 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 uh. It's a disgusting just, It drives situation. me crazy, man. I know. They can't swallow a little bit of Minneapolis pride to improve that city. They just can't do it. Nope.
1: I would love to go back into the city. I, we went last Saturday, went down to Murray's, had dinner. It was wonderful. But there are panhandlers every
2: five feet. Oh, it's. it's no it the really? I, oh, I refuse God. to go down there. Yeah, I know. Had a Tim, nice time. It's You have a nice time until you don't. It, yeah, it, it exactly. only takes one mm-hmm. walk in two feet, and you walk into a mess. That where now you're involved in that mess. But All the, you got to do is turn a corner. You turn a corner, yeah, and you're, no, in you're, the, right. you're in a twenty person fight. Oh yeah, I drove
5: uh, Melissa to the Twins game last weekend. Didn't want her going downtown, but I figured the Twins game—if it's going to be safe anywhere, it's going to be safe there. Yeah. And the drive on the way there, half the buildings are still all boarded yeah, up. Yeah, they are. You know, it, it literally looks like an abandoned city, like a, like there a war came through, killed everyone, and this <laughs> well, is does. the result. That's, That's what, what it looks, looks like. Well, the I saw a post
2: day before yesterday. Somebody who actually went to a restaurant three doors down from Murray's and said we were so happy to go out to dinner until we came out of the restaurant. And they walked out into mayhem.
1: Yeah, like a 20 happen.
2: person fight going on. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. Well, your mom doesn't know this, but when we went down, down uh, last Saturday to have dinner, mm-hmm. I did have my 357 Magnum on me. I would too. I did. I have a permit to carry, uh, and I, would, I will be carrying. I would too. If I You're went just down there. Valet. Well, we so do, but Murray got valet. But still, sale. you have to stand there waiting for your vehicle, and in the meantime, going can actually, be And actually, that's
2: a big thing of carjacking is valets. Okay. It is, carjacked yeah. when you pull your car, and you get out before the valet gets in, carjackers come running up and mm. jack you.
1: Isn't that amazing?
2: <laughs> it's one every day. One every, every, more than a day, multiple days, carjackings in the city. Well, I just don't understand what the deal is with all these, the carjacking. They just need a ride. So that's it. So they Period. harm people because they, just they need, need a ride. A ride. They're oh, not selling the car. They're not scrapping no, the car. No, they're not. are found right. two days later in a different part of town. They just need a ride.
1: <laughs> Why? Well, be careful, because you come up on the wrong person that has a three fifty seven Magnum. You do shot have, right. To I head. do have, and to I'll say, finish talking, and then you can talk. We're going to do that from now on, LA Nick. I'm going
2: to finish talking, and then you will start. Okay. Talking.
1: Jesus.
2: Well, it was related to what you were saying. Well,
1: let me finish, and then you can say whatever you want. You. Dope. Typical Italian is all I get. I do have have
2: to give the carjackers credit. The couple of carjackers that stole cars that had babies in the back or dogs, they abandoned them immediately.
1: No, they do. They do, you're right.
2: I I do have to give them that credit. They They, do. They have abandoned babies real quick. Well, but they don't want to
1: be responsible for them. It's the only reason they abandoned them. They don't care about the babies because I don't want to have to take care of them. Would
2: that be considered kidnapping? I suppose. Yeah. I think
5: it would. Yeah. yeah.
2: So that's part the part. I think part if you
5: kidnap even accidentally, they yes. still don't like that very much. Yeah, an accidental kidnapping. Yeah.
0: Even if it's accidental, that it's
5: should not be good. a new law. That accidental kidnapping. I'm law. sure it is a law. Oh, believe me, I've read the uh, Minnesota law, like not the whole book, obviously, but right. it gets very, very, very specific. Oh, yeah. Every last little thing has been argued over. Every bill
0: that's passed has, like, 7,000 pages of just, like, the tiniest little detail. All right, we
5: have Rob on the phone. Most
1: of those details, as we segue, by the way, are about, how can I make money from this? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's what it is. (laughs) That's most of what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a book, Dad, How Do I... Practical dad advice for everyday tasks and successful living. Rob Kenny, our special guest. How are you doing, Rob?
4: I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me on.
1: It's a pleasure. From the host of the YouTube channel that went viral, Dad, How Do I? Comes a book that's part memoir, part inspiration, part DIY. Uh, Rob, you and I have a lot in common in the fact that uh, um, you had seven siblings. We had seven total children. So I had. Six siblings. My dad left yeah. uh, the first time around when I was about seven. He was institutionalized, and then he came back for a while when I was 14 years old, and then he left forever after that. I think I had turned 15 by then, but you and I had pretty much the same experience uh, kicking off those teen years, man.
4: Wow, interesting. So what,
1: where are you in the birth order? Right in the middle. I'm the fourth of, of, of seven. Five boys, okay. two girls. Yeah.
4: So there you go. Okay, yeah.
1: We had five boys and three girls. Yeah, so, you know, Rob, isn't it interesting, and maybe you had the same experience, to this day, and then I will get the hell out of your way because I want to hear your story, but to this day, <laughs> because my, uh, my oldest brother, I have one older brother and three younger brothers, I have one older brother, but he was in Vietnam at that time. So my mother, my sister wow. Bobby, and my sister Vicki all ran the show, and to this day, Rob, I will do things for, for women that I wouldn't think of doing for men. Like jobs, like special little tasks. If a guy asks me to do it, I'll say, no, I'm not doing it. And if a woman asks me, I'll do it. I only answer to women. Isn't that weird?
4: <laughs> that is a little strange. but it is. Know, I think that's probably a good thing. Well, yeah. make makes mean, the people know. happy. <laughs> it probably
1: does, Rob. You're absolutely right. So when did oh, so so your father? It says here, Rob Kenny's father left him and his seven siblings when he was 14 years old. Youngest had to fend for themselves. Yeah, that because my mother and I'm sure your mother, Rob, had to work a lot. My mother was always at work, so we had to just we we're at home by ourselves, and that's just how it was.
4: Yeah, yeah, it was a different time. <clears throat> Obviously, I'm not quite sure how old you are. I'll be 57 this month. I'm a little so. older than you, yeah. Yeah, so it was a little different time, you know, um, You know, there was a time where we were kind of fending for ourselves, where my dad got custody of us, but he didn't really want us. Well, um, isn't that great? You drink? know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we, um, you know, we were kind of fending for ourselves for about a year, where I was just, you know, we were just kind of taking care of ourselves and going to school and doing what we thought was right. Um, and then, yeah, then my dad made it official and came home and said, you know, he, he's done raising kids. And so then I, and he said, um, you know, the older siblings are going to have to take in the younger siblings or I'm putting them in foster home. I'm uh, pretty cold hearted, you know, um, looking back on it, but he had gotten to a place where, um, I guess he got numb to it, you know, when he was able to say that cause he started off really well. My dad and mom started off great with mm-hmm. the older siblings. And I think, the, you know, the, my book talks about um, the character traits that I learned uh, from them, you know, seeing what they did. And we all kind of had to band together to, to figure things out. And so, um, yeah, I think that's and I also so yesterday I was on the Today Show and, you know, they wanted me to polish shoes. And I, pivot, and I pivoted a little bit because I was like, you know, the heart of my channel is, you know, trying to walk alongside and encourage and, and you know, empower people. It isn't that I'm the greatest, greatest shoe shiner in the world or the greatest, uh, you know, um, th- I can't tie a tie better than anybody, I just know how. Uh, it's more the heart behind it. You know, people are coming to my channel and sobbing watching me tie a tie. Um, so obviously, you know, there's more to it than just being robotic and, and tying a tie.
1: Yeah, I mean that that, that makes complete. Sense. I, you you have to be very happy with this whole deal because you look back, I'm sure, with some sadness on what happened, but look what it brought yeah. about for you because because you made it happen. Look look what you've done with your life. It's terrific.
4: Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I I joke about uh, you know I'm so happy that I went viral for something positive, you know, <laughs> other
0: yes, than uh, right.
4: <laughs> doing doing something stupid, you know. Um, so yeah, it's it's a pretty cool platform. I'm glad that I'm able to um, walk alongside people and try to encourage people because it would have been helpful, you know, for me when I was younger. I learned how to tie a tie from my roommate when I was 19. Um, yeah. You know, I just picked things up along the way. Um, yeah, so I, I I'm happy to be able to pass pass along that. And that's I love you know I love the platform that I've been given, and I love you know being able to uh, in my book again. I think I'm able to communicate the heart of what what it's all about through through the reading of uh you know uh or share, sharing my siblings um characteristics and you know when i so i actually got to do an audiobook version and i was uh you know that's new that was new to me you know nothing i had planned on doing uh, right and so being in there and then actually reading it, like you said, it, you know, a little emotional. I, you know, there's a couple of times I had to take five and break down and cry for a little bit, um, which was a little embarrassing in front of a couple of grown men that were in the recording studio, but they were gracious, you know, they were good about it. But my heart, you know, my, my book is, uh, I've kind of poured my heart out into it and forgiving my dad, you know, that's in there. And that was one of the parts where I cried. And then my, yeah. my brother, Don, his generosity, um, cause he was, Don was only two years older than me. And just you know the generosity of that young man at the time and the sacrifice he made to keep us connected uh, really really hits me. Do the eight of you still stay in touch? We do. Yeah, we're all we're all really close uh, still to this day because you know again we kind of had to band together and my, so my sister Mary the oldest one her her chapter is about um, the keeping connected to keeping the family connected because mm. you know at the time I was kind of in survival mode of just trying to cope you know trying to get by and uh you know what what do i do now you know a 14 year old trying to figure out you know the weirdness of living with my brother and how that, that looks strange to my friends and you know um trying to just navigate life as a 14 year old um so the first thing from my mind was you know how do i stay connected to my to my family i was more concerned about my own uh, path yeah well that makes
1: total sense and i gotta be honest with you i uh I have not well it's not that I haven't maintained a relationship with some of my siblings they have not continued um, contact with me and I, it might have something to do with the fact that I you know I do a I've done the same morning show As a matter of fact I've been on it for 36 years now and then we've done wow. the podcast now for nine years and things have gone well and I think part I don't think it's a jealousy deal it's just they're really uncomfortable with. Well, you know, because we were very, very, I, I'm assuming, Rob, you didn't have a whole hell of a lot of money since dad wasn't bringing in the paycheck. So uh, probably right. not a lot of money around the house, I wouldn't think, right?
4: Yeah, yeah. So I, when I went to live with my brother, he was newly newly married. So he was 23 and his wife was 24 and they had bought a trailer, an 8x35 trailer. Mm-hmm. And then I, I came and moved in with them, so they got married in October, I moved in with them in January, um, and my brother built a shelf and put a bed on it, and that was my bedroom. Yeah, so we yeah, we were just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, kind of uh, doing our best, you know, trying to make ends meet. So.
1: Don't you think it's wonderful that uh, a human beings, and particularly American, I've never lived anybody anywhere but America, so I don't really know how the rest of the world is, but... I I like the fact that Americans go, you know, that sucked and that was horrible and he was gone and blah, blah, blah. And I can either sit here and wallow in it or I can get off my butt and go out and make something of it, which is exactly what you did.
4: Yeah, I absolutely agree with you uh, on that. I I said, uh, you know, I I say this on my channel a lot. You know, I don't necessarily bring up my past to try to, you know, you know, have anybody feel sorry for me. It's more trying to empower you to say, hey, you can move past this. You know, you don't have to play the victim card and some people have a bigger victim card than I do. And some people don't and still play a victim card, you know, it's kind of all over the place. And so I, I, you know, I just try to encourage people to, Hey man, once you finally take ownership of your own life and move on and quit living in the past boy, it's freeing. And then, and it's empowering. Cause it's like, okay, you know, this is my life. I can make better choices. I, you know, I, it's, a, it's within my control to, to move forward.
1: No question. One of, the, one of the things when I do little speeches for people, you know, I go out and talk to different Not a whole lot in the last year, but before that, obviously. Yeah. But a big part of that whole situation was uh, I never finished high school. I went to college for one day and hated it and quit. And I keep telling everybody at the beginning of my, my talks – if I can make it, so can you, because I have no credentials whatsoever. Uh, you know, I don't have a good bloodline. I got nothing. So if I can make it, you sure as hell can too, no doubt about it.
4: <laughs> I love that. You know, I, I've joked about, uh, you that's know, very humble of you. I, you know, I, I joke about it with myself. I, you know, I've always ran from speaking in front of people. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I've avoided, avoided that at all costs, and I share that in my book. I, uh, you know, um, and had to. So God has a sense of humor putting me out there in front of millions <laughs> of people now. Right. <laughs> uh, but I, I think, like you said, I think it gives encouragement to other people. It gives you hope. Man. And, you know, sometimes I'm sure people are probably like, yeah, right. Yeah, right. It was, you know, it, you, you've, you know, that if you can do it, anybody can do it. You've got talent, you know. But it, it is, I, I honestly, I'm with you. It's like, man, if God can put me out there and I can uh, speak in front of people, boy, anybody can because I used to have fight or flight, you know I just wanted to get out of there and just leave me alone, I, you know, I, I'm good just leave, you know, I'm good just sitting by myself
1: so, You know, you've mentioned it a, a couple of times right now and I couldn't agree more whether people want to believe in God or not is their business, but I do believe whether it's God or whatever we have, there's something a hell of a lot bigger than I am because if I thought it was the biggest deal in the world, I would have never made it there's no way it would have happened
4: yeah, no, I agree with you. I, and that's, uh, you know, how I stay grounded. I understand mm-hmm. it. you know, I'm just a small piece of a much bigger puzzle. I
1: also would like to know, and I've asked this question many times on this show and my morning show as well. So you could believe in God, and then you die, and there is a God, and everything's wonderful. Or you don't believe in God, and you die, and you're never going to know it because you're dead. <laughs> so mm-hmm. what's the loss yeah. in believing in something bigger than you and something better than you?
4: Yeah, well, yeah, right. You know. I mean, I, 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 I agree with you. I, I mean, I, yeah, I get up and read my devotional every morning and, um, yeah, it gives me strength to be able to, cause you know, there, there's so, you know, if you bet, if you spend any time on my channel or looked at it at all, there, there's some comments on there that are heartbreaking and it's daily, mm-hmm. you know, people come in and I'm just a man, you know, I, uh, <laughs> you know, I can't be all things to all people. I can certainly, you know, try to help people, but it's overwhelming to the need, um, which is sad. So that's the flip side of my channel is that my channel going viral is the fact that the need for it is so great. Yeah. Um, because yeah. And I and I do try to encourage fathers, you know, to try to like please think long term. You know, um, speaking from my own experience, you know, I'm not here to judge anybody, but speaking from my own experience of my dad leaving, and you know, you don't just leave and then. Oh, everything's just fine. You know, well, behind you, you, right. the, you know, there's ripple right. effects that somebody's cleaning up the mess. And in my case, it was my brother
1: and his wife. See, did not that great? And by the way, back when it first did happen, um, my, my brother, as I said, was, was not here. He was in Vietnam. But my oldest sisters, they both stepped up to help my mother as much as they possibly could. And if they hadn't done that, who knows what would have happened? If there was no leadership or no help whatsoever i it could have been much worse than it was rob
4: yeah yeah so kudos to them you know uh you know uh, and you know i don't know how what their ages were you know but i think of my brother being 23 and my son is almost 26. Mm -hmm. uh you know i I think of him as a kid still and my brother was 23 and his wife was 24 when they took me in you know at the time they seemed old but they They were you know old beyond their years they they were mature and did what they needed to do to to step up and it's probably the same with your siblings where you know they weren't (laughs) probably weren't all that old when you look back on no
1: they were not at all a matter of fact uh well, my oldest brother and my youngest brother were 22 years apart, which would indicate to you I'm probably Catholic. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah we were raised Catholic as well. That'll happen. But yeah. it carries on, Rob, because on this very show in which you're appearing today... Um, our son and our daughter Usually my wife is here as well But she's taken her father to a, to a medical appointment So she's not here today But our son's on the show Our daughter's on the show We spend a lot of time with our family I love working with them I don't think they like working with me But, you know, it's a different <laughs> argument You know <laughs> Yeah. You notice how so yeah, neither one of them piped up and said a word there, Rob. Did you notice that?
3: <laughs> <laughs> are they on the call? Oh, yeah, they're yeah, on the call. They're, they're here. here. But <laughs>
1: apparently supporting the old man wasn't going to be part of that. Oh, no, Dad, I'm sure it's wonderful. <laughs>
4: Good
1: God. Yeah, it's,
4: that's great that you have such a great relationship with them. You know, my kids, too. You know, I, I my wife and I, I we, our goal was always to raise great adults. You know, people talk about raising great kids. I want mm-hmm. to raise great adults. And my Mike my kids are my friends you know you you, you get to a point where they become your peers and we laugh all the time and have you know love being around them so it's it's been a joy yeah, see, I feel,
1: feel the exact same way. Very, very quick story of why I love family so much. Because our my daughter, who's here, has two children, a four-year-old girl and a two-year-old boy. <gasps> She's I,
0: almost five. She's
1: almost five. Another week. Yeah, One week is. from
0: today. One
1: week from today. And then Andy is about <laughs> to have his first child. But very quick story, Rob. Um, I'm talking to the two-year-old, Sage, a little boy. This is a couple of months ago, and I said, "Ah, Sage is going to be great. You're going to get out there. We're all going to go to the park together. We're going to hang out." Well, apparently he listens. They call me Bop Bop. Um, uh, apparently they listen yeah. to a lot of what other people say. Little kids retain things because I said it's going to be so great. We'll go to the park and we'll hang out. It'll be the greatest. There's a pause, and he looks at me and goes, "Yeah, well, you're out of the mix."
5: <laughs> and he's two years old so there you
1: have it right
5: there I love that stuff Rob
1: nice. it makes my heart feel glad yeah. when I hear that yeah yeah
4: that's cool I do have a, a dad joke for you if, uh, love to want hear it there, right? I don't know if we're done so. okay. no no you can be on as, as long game as game. you want Rob you can be on the show
1: as long as okay. you want I love talking to you oh well thank you
4: Yeah, I, it's, it's pleasure talking to you as well so this is one of my favorites i think it's uh it's pretty good so uh so an antenna and a satellite got married the wedding wasn't much but the reception was incredible thank you (laughs) thank you very
1: much great to be here ladies (laughs) and gentlemen welcome up on stage rob kenny Now, Rob, I tell you, please come back and do the show again sometime because I love talking to people who instead of going, oh, poor. Rob, there's too much of this, oh, poor me, I'm a victim thing going on in the United States and the world today. You didn't do that. And I really admire the fact you didn't try to blame it on this. Oh, oh, poor me. This is terrible. You didn't blame it on anybody else. You said, you know what? Let me me take the wheel here and uh, we'll just keep moving
4: forward. I love it. Well, thank you. Thanks for the encouragement. Yeah, I, you know, just, I, and I, I'm hoping to give hope to other people to understand that you know the victim card. while you might feel good playing it, or and you you have it, and it's legitimate. Uh, you know, it doesn't really serve a purpose. It does <laughs> not. What I found.
1: The book is available everywhere. Dad, how do I practical advi- advice? Dad, advice, excuse me. Practical dad advice for everyday tasks and successful living. Rob, I really admire what you've done. The YouTube channel, two and a half million subscribers. Uh, great success, and it's because you're positive, and you're you're loving, and you're hopeful, and that's what we're all looking for right now, Rob. Thank you. Yeah, you you bet. Thanks thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Have a good day, sir. We shall take a break. Be right back with the family. <clears throat> The Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Call 1-800-516-5146. Use promo code TOM. Dan Chesky is here from Dan's Southside Marine to talk boats
4: in February. 2021 is all about boat inventory or the lack thereof. Dan's has what you're looking for in the color and model you want. Dan Southside
1: Marine is packed with pontoons from Avalon, Berkshire, and Premier, with all the rebates and incentives we mentioned at the top. Get the family out this weekend and come see these amazing pontoons.
3: And be sure to ask about custom rigged Alumacraft fishing boats this weekend at Dan Southside Marine during our February open house.
1: Dan Southside Marine, six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington. Shop online at dansouthsidemarine.com. There are definitely things to avoid during a Minnesota winter, like licking a flagpole We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you again to Rob Kenny. What a great guy. I love people that step up and actually try to help others. And there was no reason for him to do it. He didn't know he was going to get 2.5 million subscribers to his YouTube channel.
2: There's a lot of people step up. People, yeah, people, I think you're right. They just get swept under the rug of negativity anymore. Why? Just because there's so much negativity. There's a lot of good people still out there doing good things. They just don't get recognized because you know this. Negative things travel 10 times faster than anything good. Oh,
1: you got that right. There's a lot
2: of people doing a lot of good things, a lot.
0: Dis- right, no, I agree. Well, because you think about it, it's like, okay, say you're at the grocery store, and a woman drops like a bag, the bottom drops out of a grocery bag, and all of her stuff goes everywhere, and five people go in and help her pick up her groceries. That's a nice thing. And then she goes on her way, and you see it, or you help, and you're like, oh, well, that was nice. But if you're at the grocery store and a woman, the, the bag drops out of her, the groceries drop out of her bag, and then somebody kicks her groceries in her face, people are probably going to take a video of it. Yeah. And then it's yeah, going to go online. True. Yeah, you're right. And then people are going to be like, oh, my gosh, can you believe this thing mm-hmm. happened? So a lot of good stuff happens all the time. It's just not videoed like bad stuff yeah, it yeah. is. yeah. doesn't
2: travel as fast. Yeah. So.
1: Why do people love negative stuff? Do they really feel that sorry from themselves as they have to look at oh this guy's more even more miserable than I am? I think
2: I think that exactly is why. God. It makes people feel better about their own lives. Why? Even even some of these really dumb TV shows that are on like uh, A&E and stuff that like my six hundred pound life. Oh they, yeah, they, they shows like that. They just make other people feel better about their own lives. You're probably right oh, God, about yeah. that. Porter's we used to well, watch like... that all the time down yeah. in Florida.
0: Well, it's just such a spectacle, you know, like negative things and sad things. I can't watch any
5: of that stuff. It's it's like a
0: car crash where you're just like, what's going on? If you
5: really pay attention to both of them, though, you can pick up on patterns. There's always, for example, my 600-pound life, there is always an enabler in their life. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. So if you find yourself in such a relationship, then you might realize, oh, I'm the enabler or this person is the enabler and it's time to... Because the person who's doing all the eating, of course, is at fault. But the enabler is also at fault. Yeah. And the person who's doing all the eating isn't going to stop. But if you can convince the guy to stop bringing them you know, three cakes a day, that's going to help a lot. <laughs> well,
2: there is that. It's the same with drug addicts. And exactly. alcohol, it's the
5: same yeah.
0: with any addiction yep. or any, you know, just like irrational thing. I mean, like there's yeah. always an enabler. I had
2: somebody bring, bring me free drugs every day for 10 years. He just, really? Kid just did it.
1: Just to do it.
2: Jewish kid, just every what day. What
1: was the upside for him?
2: Got to hang out a nice house up in the hills. Uh, I don't know. I don't every know. Day day every day. He would... Hmm. Every day. He never really? missed a day. Never, Literally, never missed a day. And even when he left town one time, he hid... Eight balls all over my property. Oh my <laughs> god! And he would call me each day and say where well, they are. Well, of course, for being a drug addict, I found them all in two days. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my
5: god. So that's what happened to your brain.
2: I searched the whole property for two days and found every one of them. I would have like just god, a
5: drug sniffing but... dog and I'm like, "All right, boys. <laughs> yeah. Bowser, go get them."
2: But yeah, I think, and he was a great kid. I, I still actually think fondly fondly of him. He was a younger you know, Jewish kid, raised well, and. uh, I really like him, and he's, I don't know what is, why he did it, but he was my neighbor.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wow, it sounds like he was, was he a lot younger than you? Yeah. 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 He just wanted you, you were his hero, apparently. (laughs) I guess. I guess so.
0: There are so many hilarious videos of retired drug sniffing dogs that people really? now own.
1: Oh, I bet you I'd love that. Because the
0: dogs are like sleeping and people will be, okay, I'm going to go to the grocery store. I'm going to get mayo and bread and turkey and cheese, cocaine. And the dog like snaps and looks at the, mm, as, yep. soon as he okay. says cocaine. <laughs> yep. And it happens to every drug sniffing dog that really? is retired. And like a ton of people are doing it. And every time the dogs are like, what?
2: They take their job <laughs> very <laughs> seriously. I love I that. Remem- I remember like 88, 89 walking through an airport. And I had an eight-ball Coke in my pocket, which oh. I, oh, uh, oh, everyone did in the 80s. It's a- just yeah. the way yeah. it was, man. And uh, they they never had dogs, but for some reason, they had a dog at the West Palm Beach Airport. And, and they really? Yeah, again this is back when the West Palm Beach Airport was just, there was no, uh, you had to walk out into the tarmac and up right. steps to the right. plane. It was, right. like, it was yeah. a building like five of these. It was tiny, like this office. It was a very tiny yeah. little building. You're but right. they had a dog there. And he walked right past my leg and sniffed my leg, and he just kept on walking. Ooh, <laughs> there you go. Maybe it was hey. a
0: bomb-sniffing dog.
2: Might have been. No, this is back in the drug days. I think they were tra- he was a trainer. They were training uh, him. Uh, I don't think he learned yet. <laughs> I know Look whenever my kids
0: see the dogs at the airport, I always have to be like, you can't talk to or pet that dog. They're working. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah they, yeah, they don't want you petting those dogs. They're that so smart, man. They are. They are yeah. so smart. I just read some sad news, which might not mean a whole lot to some people, but to me, I, I was a very a big fan. Comic legend Paul Mooney has died. Oh, really? He just died just now. For some Mooney reason, was, I thought
5: he died a long time ago. He was a great comic.
1: He was great comic. Comic legend Paul Mooney, best known for starring in *The Buddy Holly Story* and for his work alongside Richard Pryor and Dave Chappelle, has died. He was 79. Mooney's manager, Helene Shaw, confirmed his passing in a statement to Fox News. Oh, actually, uh, yeah, it was, this morning. He was, it was a comedy, this morning. He
2: was a comedy star comic.
5: Yeah, he was, absolutely. Yeah.
2: Was, was it like, someone he else he
5: related to the Chappelle show that died a while back, died yeah, young? I, I think you might be right about that. <clears throat> I can't
1: mm. think of who it would be, but I think you're right. What did he die of? Died of a heart attack, it says here. Uh, <clears throat> the, the genius Paul Mooney passed away this morning of a heart attack. There are many stars in the sky, but there are only, there's only but there only be one moon. Mm. You had to do it. You had to go all urban, didn't you? He
2: was a good comic, though. He was, yeah. As far as stand-up comic goes. But,
1: God, was he crabby at the end. Holy Christ, did he get crabby. Let me just tell you something. (laughs) A lot of people
2: get crabby at the end.
1: Well, I suppose they do. But, yeah, (laughs) uh... Uh, I got to be honest with you. Tweet also thanked Mooney's fans from his official Twitter account on Wednesday. Today it reads, thank you all from the bottom of our hearts. You're all the best, Mooney World, the godfather of comedy. One moon, many stars, to all in love with this great man. Many thanks to you. Paul Mooney has died at 79 years old. That's too bad. I enjoyed his work. Can you imagine, I mean, can you even imagine hanging out with Paul Mooney and Richard Pryor and Dave Chappelle? Holy God.
0: Very hyperactive situation. It would be hyperactive. <laughs> yeah.
1: There's no there's no getting around that. It would be very, very hyperactive. But yeah, that just popped up on the screen. I cannot believe that. Uh, well, he's 79. That, that's not that old anymore. No, yeah, that's not that no.
2: old. Well, it's funny, though, if you ask any anybody under 30, they don't even know who, Paul, who he is. No. Well, no. Probably no. They don't even Alex, know did
1: you know who he is?
0: Yeah, but I feel like I know most people that
2: people don't know. Well, you yeah, also watched The Chappelle Show. Yeah. They I saw some man on the street thing and they were asking people who people <laughs> are and I was shocked. Had no idea. Oh. They they were only asking young young people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he had no idea no, anyway, Eddie Van Halen. No, nope, don't know really? don't know who anyone is.
0: Gen Zers do not acknowledge that anything existed before no, them. They I'm don't. telling you. I'm telling you. You <laughs> You're could right. be like very you know, true. somebody very, very obvious mm-hmm. that's you know, like huge. And they'd be like, "I don't know what you're talking about." If they're not relevant, yeah.
2: yep. you know, who now surprised they about don't care. Was that's David it. Letterman almost every person said don't know who he is? Yeah, pretty late night. I know, but so David Letterman.
0: he's yeah, he's not relevant right now, <laughs> right? He's
5: right. not right, relevant. He's not. They only care about the present.
0: It's literally ridiculous. I don't even. I don't know. Well,
5: what? they're taught that the past is bad and evil, and we need yeah, to erase it. Yeah, that's it. true. Yeah, we need to I replace was, the past with an endless present.
0: I was reading something. This woman posted, and she goes to night school with a bunch of kids, you know.
5: She's learning to become a knight? Yeah, pretty good. I want to go to night school. (laughs) She
0: goes to night school with a bunch of kids, and she are, like, you know, teenagers, college-age kids. And she was doing a group project, or it's just, like, a two-person project with somebody, and the gal that she was doing with was like, how old are you? And she was like, oh, I was born in... You do the math. I was born in 19... You know, whatever. 87. Mm-hmm. And she goes, you were born in the 1900s? <laughs> <laughs> um,
5: it was only 21 years
1: ago. No, it's like,
0: that. what the 1900s? Yeah. It was only True. 21 years yeah. ago. I mean, the 1900s
5: know. was 100 years long. So yeah, uh, I know. It's like, be, like... That's multiple yeah. human lifespans. I
0: know. It was like... But when you put it that way.
2: Technically.
0: Yeah, I guess so. At least I, was. I can
2: still tell I was born in the second half of the 1900s. So can I by one by year.
1: By <laughs> So there you go. Um, the good half. Okay. I, I just. I was just thinking through that whole deal. When I was a little boy, I knew who Glenn Miller and Benny Goodman were. I even knew who oh, Rudy yeah. Valley I, 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 were. I
2: know
0: this who Glenn were. Miller and. Exactly.
2: Like, so how yeah. do you not do you know, know that? You know Glenn but Miller, Miller Steve Miller's father.
1: He is not. Yes, he is. Is he really? I mean, absolutely. God, Steve Miller's never told me that. He's yes. never brought that up. Glenn Miller That's was
2: his father. Really? I did not know I didn't that. Know that he so he was,
1: was born well, I mean, he's not that old. Google Glenn it. Glenn Miller's been dead for Google since nineteen forty four. Andy.
2: Google it. Confirm. Or deny.
1: Andy, confirm. Steve Miller, the son of Glenn Miller. Glenn Miller. Steve First, Miller's is his father
2: old? or his grandfather, one of the two. I think it's his father.
1: Because he'd have to be pretty sure it's his father. Steve Miller's not, Steve Miller's not seventy-seven years old though. Oh yeah, he is. Is I he really though? He Probably
5: know? is. Yeah. Oh, Steve Miller God. Is, yeah, he's seventy-seven. Well, they could be. He's almost seventy-eight. I didn't even think he was that old.
0: Who's yet. his dad? Yeah.
5: Who's was his Was Glenn dad? Miller his dad?
0: I know I do, he was. Do
2: do 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 do
1: do do, do. Why is it taking Why, this so long? Well, so Why
0: Really. Well,
2: I'm on it.
1: They're not giving you any information? (laughs) Not really, no. Well, you
2: know who told me that it was? Hmm. Steve Gorman.
1: Did he really? I just talked to Steve yesterday. I love Steve Gorman. That's
2: who said that...
5: Oh, okay, so Glenn Miller did have a son named Steve Miller. And they are the same age, but they're not the same person. Oh, there you go. Oh. Well, he said it was. Oh. Well, it's Steve Garman for Christ's <laughs> sake. And I'm going to next Tuesday. I'm going to tell him you're an idiot. Uh, yeah, they were actually they were born in the same year. They were only born a few months apart. Really? That's, That's There's a lot of Millers yeah, in the Steve world. Steve
0: Miller was born in Milwaukee, and his father was a physician named George.
5: Yeah, Glenn Miller's son, Steve Miller, also born in 1943, died in 2012. We might want to tell. Oh. Tell Steve, no, tell, tell Steve Gorman to stop
0: telling people
5: that. That is an interesting coincidence, though. Yeah. Both. Well, same name, same year. Because he said same his,
2: famous, field. his famous band leader father. That's exactly oh, what he said. God. And I went, well, that was his father? I didn't know that.
1: Well, now you don't know <laughs> Do it.
2: You, it's
1: because exactly it's not true. Because right. it's not true in the least. That does you know happen what? quite often. A
2: lot of things that they say on some stations, like. Like a lot of DJs just (laughs) throw in some facts between songs. I was like, Oh yeah. That's not true. No. I know that's not true.
0: Somebody told me that Randy Jackson from American Idol was one of the Jackson 5. And I was like, nope. I was like, I don't believe that's true. And they were like, it is? He's Randy Jackson. He was in look at the Jackson 5. Randy Jackson was on there. And I was like, Well, that
5: would mean he's related to Michael Jackson. Exactly. And I was like, he's he's not not."
0: Michael Jackson's brother. And he's like, Randy Jackson was in the Jackson 5. I'm like, it's a different Randy Jackson.
5: <laughs> I think though he did for a while play
1: with with Janet Jackson in her band, but it wasn't the Jackson. Yeah, vibes. and he
0: like produced
2: for her. Producers producers there is amazing.
0: a Rand, but there is a Randy Jackson. It's just not that Randy yeah. Jackson.
2: Right. right. It's I amazing know that the two Millers are the same age and the same name. Yeah, born the same year. Yeah. Same okay. well, both Steve Randy Bill Jacksons
5: are the same age. Let's see. Here.
2: They could be. We're going to find Randy
5: Jackson. Out. No, the Jackson Five one is five years younger. Okay.
2: Wow, really? I figured he'd be
4: older. Old right. Anyway, he looks. Too. Too. He looks.
5: 1961 for the sing, uh, for the uh, Jackson Five one, okay. and for the other one, 1956. Really? He's that? I didn't know. I thought he was younger. No, he's he's 64 years old. He looks old.
0: good because he lost all yeah, that weight. He looks good. Oh, Randy
1: Jackson did. Yeah. I
5: didn't know him. he was just on a couple of months ago. He a oh, very yeah. nice
1: guy. Oh, really? Yeah. He, he lost he a bunch
0: of weight. He, yeah. He Currently
5: a bassist for Journey. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He plays with Journey.
0: Really? Yeah.
5: Yep. Which is weird. Huh. Oh, he's, Why? he's done Big that before. Big paycheck, man. Well, yeah. oh, I didn't even know Journey was still active for
2: a while. Oh yeah, yeah. they had that. They had that Asian singer. They
5: do. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they do. Oh, they stopped right. being active, and then they be, they did the thing yeah. yep. that everybody like does.
0: They got an Asian
2: singer who's really every good. Every
0: year.
5: They break up.
1: get Every year. They break up. They, get back, they, break up, they get back together.
0: They somehow Who show really up.
2: is going back together. Singer.
1: I want to get back to how do you not know. Who your grandmother liked, your mother liked. How do you not know that? Know. They sit in
2: the house, they, they, they played all day.
0: Like,
1: well, yeah, I exactly. Tevin right.
0: is three or four years younger than me, and he didn't really know who the Beatles were. No, he yeah, didn't.
5: No, that's true. That's, like I said, that's, people are taught to
2: hate the past. Well, the Beatles are getting Weird. phased out. Well, the Beatles are, are basically yeah.
5: irrelevant at this point.
0: No, Beatles, Pel- Peloton just did a big old. Beatles thing, and I was like, uh, I'm very proud. Oh, did they? The Peloton yeah, did that. Good. Beatles. I did all the classes.
3: It's it very
0: good. exciting. Yes, yeah, so I was like, oh, yay, they're like bringing them back. Because they do a lot of, you know, like Justin Bieber, Billy Eilish, <laughs> they like Bob Marley. They did Bob, They did an Elvis one.
5: Peloton to Billy cool. Eilish? How does that even work?
0: Uh, she has a lot of like, remix very, very type of things. And- well, Billy and-
2: Idol has residence in Vegas now.
1: Does he really? Yeah, he's at
2: a casino in Vegas. Oh, for Christ's sake. Yeah, yeah. He's getting paid.
1: By the way, there's a new show called Hack. There's only two, I think, two episodes so far. Jean Smart, uh, terrific actor. She's she's wonderful. But she plays a stand-up comedian in Vegas whose career, she's gotten older, so his career's starting, her career's starting to hit the wall it's very funny. She's really, really funny, and it's called Hack. It's on
2: maybe Netflix. i to watch it because I'm into comedy. She oh, God, talking.
1: I think you'd like it. Yeah. she tells tell these jokes, then she tells a joke. It probably it has a lot, of,
2: a lot of hidden inside jokes yeah. about yeah, I'm the sure. comedy world. Yep. There's a lot of TV shows that the average person, if you didn't live in the West Hollywood, Hollywood mm-hmm. area, you yeah. don't get half the jokes in the show because they're about only things mm-hmm. that if you lived there, you would right. know. Like the whole food jokes and stuff. you have to live in West Hollywood to get them.
1: Well, right now I'm watching Hack, which is new. Frank of Ireland, I just love that show. Where
2: do you catch Hack at? Uh, I it?
1: think it's on Netflix, Netflix? can't remember. Okay. It's, it's on Roku.
2: I'll, I'll make sure I watch somewhere. it. I got Roku.
1: I think you would really... She is
5: just... because she's It's a called a hacks. hacks.
1: Hacks.
5: Hacks. And it's on
1: HBO well, it's Max. it's bad comics. Oh, it's HBO Max. Hacks means bad comics.
5: HBO Hacks. HBO Hacks.
2: Yeah, yeah, the word there. Hacks. Yeah hack in the comedy Yeah, it means you comedy. steal all your stuff right. from the other
1: people right exactly but yeah there. Are, she tells some jokes <clears> and, <throat> and at one point she's on stage and she realizes her career is starting to hit the wall she tells a joke and not one person laughs. Oh, like, God. Oh, I've, I've seen gory. it many times, oh, man. Oh, Every comedian
2: oh, has one story oh. like that. I I've think. sat in the original room of the comedy store <laughs> night after night for ten years and watched people just tank, oh, man. And so you just sink in your seat because you feel so bad for them. There
1: was a guy oh. over at uh, what was that it used to be over over northeast or southeast. I guess it's southeast because it's right by Hennepin Avenue. It's just on Hennepin Avenue. What the hell is the name of the Mooney's? Was it Mooney's pub? I don't know. There used to be a pub that held a. Like, Louis Anderson began at this pub. Sure, it was and, comedy night. Yeah, like a comedy night thing. I was there, and there was a guy who came out with a, like a, a construction helmet on, right? And he was telling his jokes and wasn't getting any laughs. He was not, I mean, not one laugh. Well, right? I've seen it. Finally, he grabs the mic with both hands and leans in and goes, "Please laugh." He like started crying. It was sad. It was sad.
0: Well, it takes a lot oh. to
1: go oh. up
0: in front of people. And... Oh, it's the
2: most brutal job. Of the world. I would yeah. never
5: ever be a stand-up oh, comedian. God, I'd oh god, I love it.
0: Can't even imagine. Yeah, we used to go to a <laughs> yeah, lot of open mic nights. We used to go to a lot of open mic nights <laughs> oh, because my brother-in-law was. A Kind of comedian for a short time before he had children,
5: and so He's we'd not doing go and
0: no, he hasn't since Ivy was born. Oh, and so we'd go to a lot of open mic nights and like com- <laughs> comedy competitions and stuff like that. And yes, yeah,
2: some so comedians. Bad. Were so bad. I'll tell you, Minneapolis had I you know the probably when I've ten I've been here eleven years. So ten years ago, I started the Gong Show Live at Tom Fams at Fifth and. Hennepin, oh yeah, sure. And I ran that. We were packed house every Sunday, and I'll tell you what—we had some amazing comics out of Minneapolis that just blew oh, yeah. me away. And I yep. went up to a lot of them and said, "Man, what are you doing here? Go out to L.A. and go to the comedy store and stand in line and 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 you know do co- tryouts at the comedy store because you're really you're a comic." Yeah, but they don't—they just stay here
1: a lot of them do there's no question about it
2: but uh, uh, Vesio, a guy named Vessio, he was uh, just one of the best rap he was a rapping comic and he would rap uh his grandmother's pot stew recipe <laughs> it was the best ever really? this guy was so good man he's been a really? national national star but they don't leave no, a lot they they of don't them want don't. to leave Minnesota. Well, then a lot
0: of times they can't make it out of here. Moderate success here, and then they're like, oh, "I'm going to move to LA," and then they try, right. and it's like, mm, "No." Yeah.
2: But I know I spent so much time at the comedy store, sitting in the original room, watching open mics every night. I mean, for ten years, every day. Yeah. And it, I lived in the store, so to see somebody that stood out. I would yeah. go tell them, hey, trust me, go to L.A., yeah. you will stand out, you will be better than anyone there. And, but they just won't do it. Just, people are afraid to leave their hometowns. I just saw the other day it's some statistic that how many people never move more than 20 miles from where they were born. Really? It's really high. I would bet it's the vast majority. Probably, yeah. Yes, it's the majority. Probably. They never leave 20 miles from where they were born.
0: Most people that I went to high school with still live in, like, Otsego, Rogers, Elk River area.
1: Do they really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I suppose. they. they just people stay don't home. leave,
2: yeah. man. Same with Philadelphia. People live in Philadelphia. They never leave Philadelphia. I couldn't do it. I always wanted to leave. <laughs> always. Oh, yeah. I was like,
0: I loved growing up in Dayton, but I was like, I don't want to live here for my entire life.
5: I don't want to live there my whole life. I like being on the road. <clears throat> being on the road. I just like being away from people.
1: <laughs> well that's real as long as I don't have to be by any humans we'll be good to go no, well, as a matter of fact Catherine and I bought that, bought that property and built close to North Minneapolis not in North Minneapolis but right on the border spent a lot of money built the house uh, if we had built that house in any other location it would have been worth twice as much but yeah. because of, we built it where, where we built it it was not worth anywhere near as much as it would have been anywhere else yeah. but I tried to go back home and it just didn't work no. It doesn't work. I could so you never can never go back it. home. Nope. It doesn't work. Never. I'm just here to tell you. Yeah. I could I have no desire to. <laughs> no, I understand.
2: I always look for new, new adventure, new place, new people, yeah, new You ones. still love
1: Philadelphia though, don't
2: you? Of course. I always love Philadelphia. Yeah. But I even just this country guy once you travel around the world you want to see something else that you never seen before. I suppose. You know so yeah. now I'm like, I want to see something I've never seen before again.
1: <laughs> well that's how Catherine is. We were gonna go to Portugal in July. Well, Portugal's no, spectacular. Or that which. happened happening the way it is, we're gonna go next year probably, not this year.
2: I don't know. It might be a good deal this year.
1: Well it probably would be a good deal this year. Mean, right now. Right now,
0: now. You probably have to quarantine for Right two now, New York yeah.
1: City's a great deal. actually you don't. <laughs> Mom would. You gotta be vaccinated.
2: Yeah. 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 Be out to quarantine. Right now if you want to go to New York City right now, everything's open, it's a hundred percent capacity and there's no one there. So if you want to go yeah, to Times Square, New York City, the only thing that's not open is Broadway, but everything else is open. So if you want to go hang out in New York City, it's cheap. There's no one there. You've got the whole town to yourself right now. And
1: I loved it, Catherine. And I, when we lived in New York, we just absolutely loved it. Absolutely oh, right now is
2: the time it. to go before it comes a Madhouse again.
1: Or they take all the police away. Uh-huh. When are they <laughs> going to learn their lesson on that one? Yeah, let's disband the police. Well, let's just open fire on eight-year-olds. Well,
2: Minneapolis is just it's out a disaster. Of control disaster. Man. Oh, is
1: it six now? It's
2: six. Out of control, in Minneapolis. So sad.
1: Three or four kids, six, eight, and ten I have think, been well shot. Most of, I think, a few of them
2: died actually. Tom, not even just that. If you, you go out there, the people are drag racing downtown. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, they're doing oh, yeah. donuts in the intersections yep. all day. Like yep. the gunfire is nonstop. I, I'm surprised that somebody hasn't got a group together and, and done a civil lawsuit against the city of Minneapolis for for taking your livelihood away. You, I know. You, you can't make any money. You can't live. You can't do anything down there. Nope. Uh, how's
1: it legal? We shall take a break here. Be uh, right back uh, in another, you know, we'll have another hour coming up. We can schmooze. <laughs> now we're talking. We'll be right back with the family.